Welcome to the Hash It Out podcast. My name is Tapiwa and I'm joined with my lovely co-host Mo. How are you, Mo? I'm okay, you know, back from spring break, excited because I definitely got my rest. I slept a lot. I didn't do anything, unfortunately. I was home the entire spring break, but honestly, I loved it because I I just needed to recoup and re-energize myself because this semester has been a lot, but fresh, back, back in the grind. How about you? Same. I originally planned that I was going to go to New York and visit some friends. And then I decided that I couldn't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, First, I was looking at my bank account. and I was like, yeah, no. (laughs) But then also, it is good to have a staycation, like you said, to just like be home. And also, like I got to run errands that I normally don't get to do because I'm so busy with work and school. So it was cool. That's good. Yeah. Back to back to the grind, like you said. In today's episode, speaking of the grind, um, we're going to be talking about women in STEM, as women are underrepresented in many STEM fields and careers, and sometimes overrepresented in others. So that's interesting, and we're going to talk about it all today. Um, according to an article that I read, there are about 22,000 female students in the 2,400 um, women students in that make up about 39% of the classroom when it comes to physical sciences and their male counterparts make up 61%. So as you can see, there's just like a big gap in how many women are in the classroom. And when I look at the classroom myself, when I'm in class, I don't really see too many women represented um, when it comes to you know professors or things like that um when we look at the ucas data for students studying computer science degrees only 19 percent were women with the staggering 81 percent being male that is a lot and mo you Yes, I was reading an article about, you know, women in STEM and how underrepresented they are. Uh, According to an American Association of University Women, women make up only 28% of the workforce in science, technology, and engineering and math. And men vastly outnumber women majoring in most STEM fields in college. The gender pay gaps... The gender gaps are particularly high in some of the fastest growing and highest paid jobs, like computer science and engineering. And that's interesting, you know. I mean, I knew that, (laughs) but just the numbers are just kind of very interesting to me. And I also saw another data, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, that 46% of women are biological scientists, 40% are chemists and material scientists 25 percent are computer half computer and math math like occupations mm-hmm. and only 16.5 percent are engineers you know we gotta make a change i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding but it's really low like i don't know what do you what do you, what do you think about that because we don't have a lot of women we're really work like we have you know there may be a high number in women who major in college in college major in stem in college however graduating college and actually pursuing a career in stem it's really low compared to men what do you think 
Yeah, I think that, you know, a lot of times when we're thinking about STEM majors, we think about like for women nursing. And I actually um, read um, one of the statistics by Zipia that says that female uh, nurses make up 86% while males make up 14%. So it's like there's certain majors where we are like a lot and that may be because we we see that representation in our lives you know what i mean it's easier for you to see a nurse you know in your life when you go to the hospital and that kind of gets ingrained in you when people think about like if you ask little kids to draw a nurse they're gonna think of a woman who is a nurse but when i think of an engineer oftentimes you know the first thing that comes to mind is it's a male dominated area so it's is it just that we don't see them or are we not welcome in those spaces? Um, there are women that make complaints in certain um, fields okay. that they aren't welcome, that they're not taken seriously in their field. And then also, I think it starts also in the classroom, you know, like how are we um, affirming women in the classroom? I remember, you know, when I was younger, in one of my elementary classes, it was known that boys were good at math. Boys were good at math. And all the boys were great at math and the girls were great at English. And it was a stereotype that was perpetuated onto me at a young age. And that can also prevent, um, you know, those young students growing up, they, they're constantly hearing that women aren't good at math, women aren't good at science. And then when it's time to pick a major, they automatically avoid STEM majors. So... Yeah, that I think that's, you know, kind of what what we face as women when we're um, thinking about STEM, the representation that's involved. And, you know, and then also like just now, I think that now we're in a more career driven space. And so what now more than ever, women are looking at the options of what careers are going to be beneficial to them. And, you know, we're both. Women in STEM. STEM. Okay. Yes. Shout out to us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but what's your major, Tapila? Well, tell us. Tell us how you, you know, decided to pursue a major in what you're majoring in okay. and what inspired you. So my major is biology. I'm on the pre-dental track and um, I actually have a degree in biotechnology um, before that. So, you know, I think what made me... So it's kind of like a long story of how I even like got into these majors. But originally when I first came to college, I was a business major. I never thought of doing anything STEM. And like I talked about earlier, you know, like always feeling intimidated by science and math courses. I went the route of a liberal arts degree. And then um, after volunteering at a dental clinic, I saw the impact that it had. You know, we were providing free health care to people in a rural area in Indiana and seeing that and seeing that um, I was shadowing a, a dentist that affirmed me and said, you know, you're learning stuff really quickly and you're, you can do this. I see you becoming a dentist. And that's what made me want to pursue dental school. And then with biology, the reason why I picked it also is because it has all of the unnecessary prerequisites already built into the major. And with me having that biotechnology background, I just thought it would go hand in hand um, in getting me to where my goal, what where my goal is. I don't think if it wasn't for some of the you know professors I had, um, that I had a calculus professor that was a woman, 
Um, I had a science teacher in high school that was a woman. If it wasn't for those uh, women encouraging me and then also the dentist that I shadowed, I don't think I'd be where I am today. So I think just having that support is really important and and making um, making sure that we affirm women saying that you can do it, you are able, you are capable, and you can do the hard hard things, you know? Yes, that's that's amazing. Um, I wish I had, you know, a nice story as to how I, you know, decided on my major. But no, I mean, I always actually always thought I was going to be a doctor, you know, sometime in the future. Um, But I just I, I want to be in the medical field. You know, I feel like when I talk about this, people are like, oh, why do you want to why don't you want to be a doctor? I feel like there is more to the medical field than just being a doctor or being like, a you know, someone that works in a hospital i want to work outside of the hospital i want to work with you know making the machines the x-rays i want to do that for the hospital i want to give back to the hospital in a way or give back to the people i just don't want to work as a doctor i thought i did i i I loved it as a child however growing up and coming to to america and just like learning about what doctors do it just wasn't my interest um, I do think I do think doctors are great. And, you know, dentists are great. I feel like you guys are doing. I feel like you'll be the best dentist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Thank know, you. but yeah, you know, and your teeth is perfect, anyways. But yours too. Yours. But um, that's. But like I said, you know, I my story isn't as inspiring (laughs) as yours i just honestly just wanted to remain in the medical field or in the stem field that's why my major is biomedical informatics with a specialty in health informatics hope to become maybe a biotech or like a clinical research in the future or just work in a tech industry something i just i'm just gonna see how the world how life takes me hopefully it doesn't take me by Shock. <laughs> I'm excited for you because honestly, um, a lot of times when we think about, especially coming from my b- background being an African immigrant, originally from Malawi, Africa, it's like um, there are certain STEM majors that are kind of pushed in the forefront. And now looking back, I'm like, maybe these were the only ones that my parents knew or aunts and uncles, like those were the ones that they see the most. And wanted their children to be successful because they're seeing other people being successful in those fields. But yeah. there's definitely, you know, more, um, there, there's more to STEM than being a doctor or being a nurse, which those are all great things. It's just that sometimes it's not that STEM isn't for you. Cause some people say that, Oh, I, I'm not going to be a doctor. I'm not going to be a nurse. Well, there's also a plethora of other majors that you can choose from, um, that you may, you know, see as beneficial to your life. Yeah, honestly, I definitely did not know. Like, I think I kind of relate to what you're saying about how, like, our family, like, because I'm also African, African immigrant. I'm originally from Nigeria. My mom just, I think she just, for some reason, just wanted to beat me to be a doctor so bad. And I feel like that also kind of influenced why I wanted to be a doctor. Um, I also wasn't aware of, like, how much like STEM really is. I just really, cause when I personally, for me, when, you know, when I used to think about STEM, I just used to be like, oh, you know, that's like biology, that's computer science, that's tech, uh, you know, engineering. But now, you know, I've my- Change. Yes, and I've learned so much 
and like there's more to STEM than just the majoring in biology and I think you did some research on like other STEM majors yeah so there's a few a few majors that I think people don't think about because a lot of times people talk about oh I want to be an engineer but guess what there's so many different types of engineers and honestly I think there's um I mean I think it does us a disservice when we just only know like the the majors from like um a very surface level th way of thinking because when you're able to look into the different types of engineering, you may find that some of your interests can be um, can be placed in these careers. So like one is a petroleum engineer. I don't know too many petroleum engineers in my life, but it is a, um, a very good career. Agricultural engineering, construction engineering. Actually, I think I know about construction engineering simply because I watched this show, this reality show, and this woman on the show was a construction engineer and i just thought that was like the dopest thing ever um seeing a woman who's a construction engineer and it made me almost want to change my major because the way she was talking about it on the show um and the show had nothing to do with that but again they just asked her questions about what she does and i was just like wow that's so impressive and she was actually going to be like it was a dating show and she's going to date this guy and he actually was not like he wasn't in the industry mm -hmm. um any stem in industry and i feel like he was kind of intimidated by her because like she was a engineer and he kind of had to get over it throughout the show mm. so it's like already those stereotypes like even in like a dating show right. present themselves which is really funny um i mean it's not funny but you know it, it's funny it's funny <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's radiology technician, biostatistician, physician's assistant, and physician's assistant is one that I've in the recent years learned about because a couple of my friends are in this program here at IU, and um, I think it's really cool that you get to basically be a doctor, but you just have a little bit of a different task at hand, basically. Um, but there's definitely a demand for physician's assistants, um, dental hygienists. A lot of people don't know that the person that you see at the dentist the most is usually a dental hygienist and not a dentist. Um, artificial intelligence, that's on the rise. You know, everyone's talking about AI and how you can create things and art and stuff with um, artificial intelligence. And, you know, Siri is technically artificial intelligence. Um, and then biotechnology, this is a new one. This is like basically biology. It's a branch of biology and it's basically when you um, use different organisms within biology to create it could be medicine um, it could be to create um, different pathways to cure diseases and things like that there's a lot of research opportunity there as well and yeah these are just some and what was your major again it was called health informatics biomedical informatics with a specialization in health Informatics. Okay. Yeah, and that's also not one that they bring up on career No, day. I know here in IUPUI alone, I know, like, we're only about, I think, we're not a lot. I know that for a fact. Like, because I, I met uh, other another biomedical informatics major, and she was like, oh, my God, finally, like, we're having more people join the major. I was like, oh, my God, we're we really that small. And she was like, yes, like, we just, like, we're not a lot in IUPUI. So I just can't imagine, you know, if, you know. Whereas no no one knows about these majors. No one knows that there's so much more to STEM than just 
being a doctor, you know, majoring in biology. Because I know you don't want to, and I don't want to either. So come join me. <laughs> be a biomedical <laughs> informatics major. Exactly. I, a lot of people don't know this. And I think it's important that, you know, schools, especially in elementary school, to up to high school, emphasize these other um, career paths. As you know, we're, we're growing into a... Um, a more tech savvy like social society so the more that we know about stem and science and technology engineering and math um we're gonna need a lot more of that in the future and there's a lot more to it than just doctors and biology majors even though i'm a biology major i represent um so you better represent I girl gotta represent. <laughs> we st we're still in needed and important as well definitely but just just if you were thinking about you know being a STEM major, but you just don't want to, if you don't, if you don't, you feel like you're not educated enough about the other majors, that's why we're here. I mean, not here, but that's why we just kind of we're making this episode really, you know, to like you know, there's a lot more to STEM than just biology. So if please do some more research, we can we want you here. We need more women in STEM, and there's more to STEM than what you probably think so get you know we need y'all that's it exactly and you had some other um stats that you want to share with us yes um i was reading an article and we've been talking about this but basically how women are significantly underrepresented stem majors and like only 21 percent of engineering majors are women and only 19% are computer are majoring in computer really science. Low. It's really low. 19 out of 100. Mm. And I also found out that nearly 80% of the healthcare workforce are women. However, only 21% of the health executives and board members are women. So, wow. Like we have a lot of women in the healthcare, but like when is when it comes to the higher authorities and higher, you know, people were make big decisions we it's mostly men it's predominantly men and it's kind of goes back to like the sexist and feminism and like you know how we just think men should have more power because why if 80 percent of healthcare workers are women you're you know sort sort of you know why is it only 21 percent who kind of are board members it makes me question that a lot but Okay, yeah, I actually had a friend who's a nurse was telling me about her experience working with um, a male nurse. And he basically said that he wasn't going to like do certain things because he like he just had an excuse for everything. Like he didn't want to clean up after a patient and like change sheets and things like that. Isn't that wasn't that his job? Yes. And they and he was and he used to tell people what to do. Yet he was not. um like a higher up like he wasn't a supervisor or anything he was on the same level as her and i think sometimes that stigma like even in other places i've worked i know we're not talking about like the differences in the workplace but i think that also plays a role into why men are board members is is just sometimes these stereotypes and you know the sexism it seeps into the way that we think even while on the job you know there may be some guys that just feel like they don't have to do certain things as the women nurses just just simply because they're a guy but don't get me wrong i've had some amazing um male nurses as well and i think it's good to see that representation but it's kind of interesting that they're 
a minority in nursing, but yet they make up like a large part of the board, which is, it's insane how, how big, how like 80% are women. That's such a large number. Yeah, and most the mo- women are mostly, you know, represented in the lower paying fields like you said nurses home health workers and like you know lower paying specialists like pediatricians it's you know and it's kind of it's interesting because i i want to relate this back to watching Grey's anatomy because i know yeah (laughs) it's because she's she's the main cast the main lead is a woman she's meredith gray and she just kind of i think it's just interesting because now that i think about it she just broke that barrier you know because she was she became chief of surgery she became a general surgeon she did all this stuff right and then like just you know she's just like i'm i look i looked up to her you know when i used to watch Grey's anatomy i still do but that first for for like period of my life i used to think i was gonna become a surgeon because she just made it look so you know empowering because she was she was and they used she used to always have to face go through like oh male workers were were like she you know she's she's just a lady but she 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 did her thing if you if you're interested in the medical field or like surgery i think you should definitely watch Grey's anatomy because she kind of set that standard for us even if it's just a movie (laughs) even if it's just a show and it's not it's not real but i think it's nice to get inspired because it was nice i learned some stuff from watching that show so you guys should you brought up a good point it's like when we watch shows like seeing that representation even in the shows it it does you know basically program us to be able to see women in those positions we don't get shocked if we see a woman as right. a doctor or a chief of chief of, chief of surgery or other like higher positions and i'm glad like that we do have television sometimes you know in order for us to move forward as a society sometimes the arts has to show us mm-hmm. how it's done before we actually implement it in reality i just feel like you know we need that representation of women being in higher power and authority to because we don't see a lot of that and that's that's what kind of affects us because if you're growing up and just not what you're watching you're not seeing someone that looks like you or someone who's also a female doing you know maybe you see a lot of shows about the woman not being a nurse and then it's a male doctor why can't it be the other way around like you know let it let it be some type of balance i feel like that representation would definitely help especially our generation and the younger ones that are, you know, growing up with us. Absolutely. And I just want to talk a little bit about some resources that I think will be helpful as like we support and empower women. Um, I got to be a part of this organization called Women in High Tech. Um, It's a statewide organization and they actually give out scholarships. So if you're a woman in STEM, definitely check them out. Uh, Every year they have a scholarship that opens I think in, I think maybe it's open now, I'm not sure, but it closes, I think, in June or July. Um, And it's just, I think it's awesome that this organization exists to empower women of all ages. And I had no clue that there were so many women in STEM in Indiana until I started going to their events. And, you know, just getting to see the different women in, in STEM speaking on their careers that they've had for 40 and 50 years and seeing their journey and and them talking about you know some of the hardships they also had this event that was um it was an ally event where they invited um any ally men 
and any other genders to come and support women. Um, and they had they talked about ways that, you know, men can be allies in the workplace so that women can go to those higher positions and board positions. Um, and I think that's that's awesome. And being a part of that allowed me a chance to be empowered because I'm seeing that representation in real life. Girl, you're putting me on because I'm searching up women in tech right now. Yeah, definitely know? do that. And then the there's the Women in Science Club at IUPUI. That's an opportunity for you to get to um, meet like-minded women. And, you know, maybe you'll find somebody within your major that you can study with. Um, they do have events every so often. They're posted on the spot. So definitely check them out because you need to not only um, find women that are in their career and, and you know, trailblazing and breaking down the, the doors for us, but also finding women that are currently in the same position as you so that you can uh, encourage each other and support each other as you go along this journey. Thank you for sharing that, Topila. I think she shared all the resources. I unfortunately did not come with resources today, but she's helped me. She, hopefully she's helped you too. And happy Women's History Month. Yes, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.